let's just let's just try and give somebody like 15 or 20 little hacks to, to make them better Rapid with fire. all things digital marketing, tech, and maybe just even accessing information. So so let's start with the mother load of Facebook. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome to today's podcast. I'm interviewing Jason Pantana. I got to know this guy several years ago. We would share the stage. He has the tech expert working for, at that time, Cole Banker, and prior to that, working for NAR, even in his early 20s. This man has so much knowledge when it comes to what to do and how to do it in the World Wide Web. So if you're looking to get better, you're really going to enjoy this first part of a long series of Tech Hacks with Jason Pantana. Hey, Jason, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, Glad really, to be here, really man. really appreciate it. Kind of awkward bounce around the microphones there. Yeah. Hey, Jason, so for the people that are listening, you know, obviously I just did a nice introduction on, you know, my exposure to you and why... Uh, I look up to you in so many ways when it comes to, you know, marketing and tactics and being ahead of the curve. So, you know, maybe for the people that have never been to Marketing Edge or don't, you know, have any experience with you, give them a little background, like who is Jason Pantana? Absolutely. Well, first, thanks for having me on. This is a blast. And I look up to you and always, you're the boss man. Uh, it's mutual, so, brother. It's mutual. It's thanks, mutual. Man. Uh, so yeah, my name's Jason. Uh, I've been in real estate since 2010. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty early on in my career, I found myself doing some work for the National Association of Realtors as a speaker mm -hmm. on the road, teaching yeah. tech, teaching marketing. That's my background is marketing. Yeah. So teaching that to agents. Uh, so take, take us back to that before we get into the real estate stuff. So, I thought you were like a long-haired, like hippie, oh, that was, rock that and was roller. Early on, yeah. You and your brother, like was, getting in trouble, living in a van. That was an alter ego. Okay, that's yeah. the yeah, that's that the, the not clean ego. cut Jason yeah. that I'm seeing in front of. Yeah, yeah. Who's so, that? Guy? Just tell us who that guy is really fast, so we have a little insight. All right, so I moved to Nashville. Initially, I moved to Nashville as a musician. I have a twin brother. We were there. Uh, producer brought us down to record. Yeah, uh, it was a really great learning experience. Yes, uh, yes. learned a lot. Learn a lot about business in terms of what it takes to brand yourself, what it takes to be heard and to be seen. Yes. Uh, things that were tied back to marketing that I wouldn't have seen back then. I just was yes. trying to make it. Yeah. You, uh, you were just in love with your art, doing your music, yeah. you and your brother, living the dream. Yeah. Or, so, or getting your ass kicked every day you know, in the yeah, music so business. Yeah. So the dream was, so like when I, people are like, oh, you're a musician. I was like, yeah, I waited tables. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Which is what it was. For sure. Um, which is actually how I got into real estate. Uh, I don't usually tell people all this, but... Good. Uh, I well, was, welcome to the Tom Ferry Podcast Experience. Well, thank you. <laughs> Give us the details. I was waiting tables. Uh, I had a degree in marketing. I kind of paused everything um, and was trying to fulfill a lifelong dream in yeah. music. Uh, it had been going on a couple of years. We had lots of like almost there kind of close things. Uh, as far as the economy was concerned, it wasn't an ideal time to try to get someone to invest money in a product that's not really for sale, yes. which is music. Yeah. Um, lessons learned. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we were waiting tables, my brother and I, to pay the bills. And uh, I used to hear like every night, people would be like, you should go into real estate. You'd be a great real estate agent. And I used to be like kind of upset about it because that was never on my life trajectory. Not, you should be a rock star. You yeah. should be a musician. Well, they were like, what are you going to do if they, they get to know me for some reason? Yeah. What are you going to do if music doesn't work out? And I'd be like, I'm going to be an actor just to be yeah. a jerk or whatever. Sure. Um, but they would tell me over and over again. And I think it boiled down to, I would sell them 
olives or something they didn't want. I had some sales skills mm -hmm. and they saw more potential than what I was doing. I don't yeah. know. Anyways, uh, I was there on a Friday night and uh, this restaurant I worked at was right up against the Cumberland River in Nashville. And for this crazy flood literally came out of nowhere. And I was there the night it happened and the river came up and half the town was underwater. Houses were fully submerged. It was really bad. And the restaurant I worked at was in a mall. The entire mall was like literally underwater. So we all, we saw security footage of tables hitting the ceiling wow. cameras. So we all were out of work. And then I was talking to my wife about it and I was like, I think it's time for the next thing. Um, it was 2010 and it was not a great uh, job hiring atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And so I said to my wife, what does it look like if I go into real estate at the advice of all these tables? Yes. And so she was super cool. We had bought a condo together. She was like, yes, I think you should do that. That's great. She was supportive. We were broke at the time. So I made a list the next morning of, I didn't know what a brokerage was at the time. Real estate was not my background. Yes. Didn't know what a brokerage was. So I made a list of, um, all the brokerages between where I was living and I saved this one company I really wanted to work for because I had interacted with some of their agents and they were not the norm to me. I really, yeah. they were cool. I liked them. And so I wanted to rehearse my script a little bit. So I called every one of them and Thinking I, you had to go in and sell yourself. I thought it was an, I didn't know. <laughs> you I didn't thought know it was, it was a, an interview. I thought it was in a W2. They're I had like, no idea. They're like you have condensation. You're in. I, I thought, well, actually it didn't work that way. So not I, at this company. Well, no, no, at the ones I, so I had a list of like 20 and I called him, mm -hmm. called him, called him. I said, I'm a new agent. And here was the caveat. I didn't have a license. I hadn't even enrolled and I didn't have the money to pay for it. Um, okay. So there's so a hook. There's yeah, a the hook. Plot, the plot so thickens. I had to create, I had to create, uh, like we want you. And I didn't know that I shouldn't, I didn't know. I thought I was getting hired. I didn't yeah. know those things weren't normal. Yes. So I called him, called him, called him, called him. And then, uh, they all said, no, 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 we don't do that. No, 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 no. Literally like 18 of them. No. And then I called the last one. It was a company I had, the one I had wanted. And I, I get this guy named Todd on the phone. He's working the front desk. And I, and for some reason I just started talking to him and he was like, I was telling him my story or whatever. He's like, I'm a musician too, or whatever. And then he said, well, here's the thing, man, I can connect you with Jen. Jen leads our marketing division. She hires marketing people to do like for developments and all kinds of stuff. Or I could connect you with Bobby. She's the principal broker. And I'm like, what's that mean? She's the principal broker and she's Jen's mom. And I said, give me Jen. So I get dialed to Jen and it goes to voicemail. And I was like, I don't have time. I hit zero and went back to, her, to Todd. And I was like, she didn't answer. Uh, give me Bobby. Like desperation. Yeah. So Bobby picks up the phone and didn't tell me no. And she said, well, come see me in the morning. I'll be here at nine. So I came in and I... I had long hair and earrings and everything when I went in and I tried to put on like a very awkward looking suit situation. Yeah. So I go in and, uh, she turned me down and I countered, she turned me down and I countered and she said, you know, this is against my better judgment at the end of a meeting. She said, um, cause I've done this before and been burned, but I'm going to make the investment in you. She said, I'm going to recoup it out of your first couple of closings because I believe in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So she paid for me to get my license. Uh, and then I was their rookie of the year, first year, did really well in sales. Um, and then a lot of details, but ended up subbing to teach a class randomly. So happened there was a gentleman there who had a national platform who heard me speak. Then he 
became a mentor, mm-hmm. believed in me, yeah. um, started throwing me like, hey, you should apply for this or for that. I think you're a good teacher, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and I would get shut down and shut down and shut down. Well, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to go too much in the details because it's probably a boring story for most people. No, I think your story is many people's story, but yeah, give us the, so, well, so, so you eventually end up at NAR. Well, so he has a, me apply for a thing that I shouldn't have been able to get into that I got into. Yeah. So National Association of Realtors did this initiative called Rethink. Meanwhile, I'm building my sales business and it's yes. going great. Yes. Um, and he's pushing me in this direction to teach and professional development, which I really, I really came alive doing that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then they said, come to DC. We want to meet you during mid-year. So I go to DC and then I didn't hear anything for like a month. And then they ended up selecting me to go on the road. And I was leading this. They trained us. I had these, these facilitators came in and trained us on how to be a facilitator, how to be a speaker. We got coaching, that kind of a thing. Um, then they sent us on the road. And then after I did that, I ended up getting a booking agent. So I was speaking at different conferences, really teaching marketing How old are you tech. at this point? Uh, 26-ish, 26, 20, 26, 27-ish. Hair and earrings still? No, my broker had influence. She was influential. She had okay. me cut it. Okay. It was, I had cut it by this point. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm you're doing, 26. How old are you roughly, now? I'm 30. Well, I'm almost 34. Okay. So you're old now. I'm, out, I'm right. old now. So, so 26 to really by the time that we really got connected, you were yeah. 31, 30? Uh, right, right around 30. Yeah. Right. right, right. 30. So when we met and at that point you were leading trainings all over the, you know, the U S and I think yeah. maybe for the world for Cole Banker, right. No longer selling now living in New Jersey. Correct. And, and I know what I, what I fell in love with immediately was a, you know, your sophistication, your intelligence, your ability to, to make the complex seem easier for people, right? Talking about digital marketing, digital hacks, digital tactics, and fell in love with you instantly. And, you know, fast forward to, you know, a year and a half later, we're working together. So, you know, maybe I was like, you know, Jen, Jen would have been my daughter and I would have been, you know, the mom. Um, <laughs> nah. But what well. do you think, like, you know, looking at that trajectory, right? And now going into the future, because I really want to get into some hacks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, what do you think, like if you had to quantify how many hours you spent, how much time you spent in the weeds, reading, studying, synthesizing, like, like give us a scope of like your depth of knowledge and how much time it took to acquire that. Well, it's constant and never ending. Uh, so I'll give you the context of my regiment now, if that's, yeah, that's if that's be helpful. It. I mean, I spend time every day. Like I, I heard it from you once, like at least an hour a day consuming content. Yep. But my day is I'm doing podcasts and books at the gym all the yep. time. Uh, I listen to, you know, Donald Miller, Rick Mulready, tons of different people mm-hmm. who are influential in the marketing space. Yep. So I sort of focus my attention there because yep. that's my niche and yep. that's what I want to own. Yep. Uh, then I go, I'm, I'm reading and researching all day long. Yep. So if I'm not coaching, I'm generally building a presentation or getting ideas for presentations, trying to make sure marketing edge is up to snuff, that sort of a thing. Yeah. But it's, it's all day. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't know if I'm answering your question no, directly, you are. I mean, I think but it's, it's all it's, day. Yeah. I mean like that, that's really the answer I was hoping. It's again, like um, Steve Harney, who's a friend of mine, who is sort of the thought leader behind keeping current matters. And you know, now he's positioned himself inside the business where he doesn't do any of the day to day. I said, so what are you doing? He goes, I spent eight to nine hours a day reading. Yeah. And then, and then at the end of the week, we synthesize that down into one report by there's three other guys doing the same thing. So four people, eight, nine hours a day reading the 5,000 different totally. housing e- economic related reports to then on a weekly basis, say, 
here's four paragraphs of what you should do. Right. It's very powerful. It, it is. And it's very like, thoughtful. they like doing that clearly. Yes. And other people are yes. like, that sounds awful, but it's yeah. what they love. And I yes. like doing what I like to do. Yeah. It's so, yeah. so let's do, let's do some stuff that you like to do. Things would be fun for, I'm just going to start, I'm going to start laying out, uh, brand names, strategies, portals. And what I'm looking for you viewers, like, let's just, let's just try and give somebody like 15 or 20 little hacks do it. to make them better Rapid with fire. all things, digital marketing, tech, and maybe just even accessing information. So, so let's start with the mother load of Facebook, right? So, so talk to us about do's and don'ts and maybe some hacks that people aren't paying attention to. If I want to fill the top of my funnel with a bunch of really great low, like low cost, great quality leads. So you can already tell that Jason knows what he's talking about when it comes to digital and all things the world of marketing, which is why I asked him several years ago to create an event called Marketing Edge. If you're the kind of person that says, you know what, Tom, there's a lot of things I can be doing in this space, and I'm not sure which ones I should be doing, which ones are going to give me the highest and best results. That's exactly why we created this event. But the real kicker to this two-day experience with Jason is that you walk away with a marketing plan knowing month by month day by day, week by week, exactly what you can do to stand out, to outreach, outshine, and ultimately outpromote yourself in a very crowded space to get the highest number of leads and appointments and therefore listings and sales. So that's why we created it. It's been selling out all over the country. So if you want to find out more information, go to tfi.media forward slash marketing edge. That's tfi.media forward slash marketing edge. Now let's get back to the show. Yes. All right. So these are good, like no particular order, just, just rapid fire, rap, rattle them off. All right. First thing I would do? say, like, so let's look at Facebook. Facebook's an audience based platform. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Um, well, it means that if I'm on Facebook scrolling on my phone or whatever, and a thing pops up, maybe it's an ad from you, my realtor or whatever, yep. or it's a post from yours. Yep. I don't have control as the user about how it got there. It just yes. got there because Facebook and in its infinite wisdom decided that it should be there algorithmically, right? Yep. Does that make sense? It's there, it's there for so a it's, reason because there's something yeah. about you that yes. matches this or who they want to see it. That's right. So it's some kind of a, an audience profile yep. versus let's just say for, for comparison's sake, like Google. Yeah. Google searches, I type a particular keyword generally. It could mm -hmm. have been a, a location thing. Homes for sale in Homes for Nashville. sale in Nashville and I trip a wire. Yeah. So like I went seeking it out. So you say top of funnel, mm -hmm. just to clarify for the audience, like anybody watching this, that means people who are probably in an early state yep. of maybe researching, or maybe they're just open to the possibility mm -hmm. of buying or selling real estate. Yes. How do I get those kinds of leads? Yep. So like just for any, like Facebook's typically considered a lower intent lead than say yes. Google. Yep. And it's for the reason that it's audience-based, meaning they didn't ask for me to show them that ad. I chose to show it to them, for instance, because I thought they matched some profile that I was trying to target. Correct. Does that make sense? 100%. All right. So... First so what principle, are three, four, five, six? Yeah, yeah, go. I mean, I, I love, yeah, you yeah. framed it perfectly. So yeah, give us some principles. All right, so the first one, like just sticking with the framework yes. for one more second because it makes sense. There's a principle you have to keep in mind, which is cold audience, warm audience. Absolutely. A cold audience is somebody who has no idea, no context for me. They've never seen my branding. They don't know mm -hmm. my marketing. They don't know what I do. They don't know my positioning, my differentiation or any of that stuff. Yes. They don't know. So like you've been talking for years about the video show. Mm -hmm. So I would say the first thing you got to do on Facebook is consistent posting. Yes. Now you can, we can talk about boosting it and running dark posts and all that stuff in a second. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like you have to position yourself as a knowledge broker. Yes. And to me, the best way to do that is video yes. and the videos that you should be creating. Let's talk about hacks mm -hmm. for a second. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are four types of videos that every agent 
maybe they start with one, but I'm just going like Give big picture. Four. Yeah, yeah. Give four, us the four. The first one is they should be doing what I call local spotlight videos. Mm -hmm. That could be an interview with like a new gym owner, a restaurant owner, but you should be going boots on the ground out into your community, being the digital mayor, showing people what it's like to live in your community. Yes. The second video, and I don't care if it's Facebook Live, I don't care if it's your phone, or if you have a production crew like mm -hmm. the one we're looking at here. Mm -hmm. Like whatever's in your budget, sweat equity or check equity, Do you that. should be showcasing the community, number yes. one. Number two is your listings. Mm -hmm. If you have listings and you wanna market those listings for sale, you absolutely should be creating, I believe, video. Not, not like the, I created a slideshow and posted it on Facebook and called it a video. No. That's, not a, that's not a virtual that's, tour. That's very 2009, Yeah, if right? that, right? Yeah. yeah. So it needs to be, I mean, like most people use a photographer or they should to do their listings. Mm -hmm. Most of those companies will also do a video tour of the property. Mm -hmm. At a minimum, you should be getting that to market the property. Yes. If for no other reason, like, and most people are like, well, I don't necessarily have the budget for that or it's too much expense. And I'm like, well, you're not looking at it as a lead generator. Yeah. So what it really is, is like, I'm thinking of Ray Allen, for instance, he's in Little Rock, Arkansas. He's a master at this. Yep. He creates listing videos for every listing. They're rinse and repeat in terms of the same kind of a thing. And when you see it on Facebook, it's got a little learn more button on it. If I click the learn more button, where does it go? To his website, where what does the website try to make me do? Fill out your form, yes, get some register. information, let us get yeah. you more information, click it's, here. Yeah, so I wanna see more photos, get details, yeah. whatever, and then he's literally handing off leads. I mean, those are the equivalent of a digital sign call. Yes. Like somebody driving around, Correct. it's the same thing, he's handing those leads off to his team. Yep. So listing videos is number two. Yep. Number three is what I call pro tip videos. Mm -hmm. It's just you like 60 seconds talking about, hey, here's what we're seeing in the marketplace with multiple offers. Here's what you should do. So it's, you're saying three mistakes to avoid. Yeah. Two things the average person's not going to tell you. If you're thinking about buying and you're not doing this, you're probably making a mistake. Yeah. Right. It, that, I mean, that sort of pattern. It could even be a, it could even be a market update, just yeah. kind of blended through the lens of, I want to give people recommendations or tips, advice. Yeah. If you're looking to buy broker. right now in this price range, you have way more opportunity than in this price range. Right. Yep, totally. And then the fourth one is what I just call, uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. So like, I'm going to highlight you for a second. Tristan's following you around getting behind yes. the scenes, right? Right. There he is. He's getting behind the scenes footage. Yep. That's going to get chopped up and used in your social media. It's going to be used in the vlog. It's mm -hmm. going to be used all over the place. Yep. Uh, what we're seeing a lot of rockstar clients in our ecosystem start to do is getting that behind the scenes footage. Yes. They're showing million dollar properties. They're, they're counseling their buyers or sellers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're just putting it into little sound bites for Instagram, for Facebook, for whatever. This is me making phone calls, yes. trying to find a buyer for your home. Yeah. This is me creating my marketing strategy, talking with my team about how we're gonna show, like, yeah. like no one else is showing that stuff. You know who's doing that all the time now? Million dollar listing. Yes. Right, and it's like it literally is showing the behind the scenes, and totally. it's on television. So it's you know the stars of those shows are killing it because yeah. of this, amongst many other things. Yeah. Well, like I have clients who are like I have clients who literally they're getting GoPros hooked up at their desk where they make their calls yes. in their conference room where they're with yes. clients and in their car. So when they just get in the car and they're talking, mm -hmm. turn it on. And they'll have somebody, maybe themselves, yes. but somebody go through and find twenty seconds of gold yeah. and post yep. it every now and again. Yep. But I'm like that content is intimate. It yes. gets people like behind the scenes. It gets them excited about the they notion get of to working. know who you are, yeah. who you really are, not the, yeah. I'm number one and here's my perfect photo, but they actually get the, Hey, I'm just cruising around my town. I just came for an appointment. Let me tell you what happened. You know, I, Hey, I had three appointments last totally. week. The, the consistent thing I'm hearing right now from my clients is this pain point. And it's really got me thinking about how we as agents need to help position yeah. our clients. Like you're just, you're, you're like talking about what it is you're learning and you're sharing that. 
That's it's the story, gold. man. That's the story. Gold. Well, I yeah. know we're talking about Facebook, but yeah. I'm like, the first thing you have to do on Facebook. Okay, hold is- on now. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig up to video. Yeah. Check. All right. Okay. Talk about Facebook's ad platform. All right. So there's I'll simplify this. There's two types of ads on Facebook. There's and let's break down what's an ad on Facebook. The simple definition is it's a post that I put money behind. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's just a post. I know there's like the sidebar and other stuff in yeah. the audience network. Scratch that. It's yeah. just a post that you put money behind. And there's two types. There's a boosted post and a dark post. Mm-hmm. A boosted post, I'm guessing most of the people watching. Dark post. That I like know, scares sounds, people. They're like, oh, dark- yeah, sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds kind of sinister, right? It does. But I mean, the reason why it's dark, let's, the, the definition explains the difference, right? So a boosted post means I posted a video, a photo, a whatever on my yep. Facebook page. It's just a post. And then after I posted it, I clicked boost. I want to show more people yes. that are my friends yeah. that like my page. So I have a custom audience of my database, check. I have my farm who lives in this zip code or that zip code or whatever, check. Um, I want to target people who like a Facebook page. I don't know, whatever, check. Whatever you want, right? You can target whoever, how you want. So long as it doesn't violate fair housing, don't do that. Yes. Because you are under that restriction. Yes, yes. Um, But anyways, that's a boosted post. The main point is I post it first, then I boost it. Mm -hmm. A dark post is... I never posted it. It's dark mm-hmm. because it's never on my page timeline. Correct. It's invisible, right? So I go into the ads manager. It's a true ad. It's a true ad, right? Yes. In the shape of a post. Yeah. They call it, it's so funny, they call it a dark post. They really should just call it like, this an is ad. something you posted and you want to spend money on, and this is an actual ad. But they yeah. call it a dark post, whatever. So, so And there are some advantages to it, right? So, so I want you to talk about that. Talk about the page. When they get to that page, there are now, the, the evolution of Facebook, there, are, yeah. there is, I, I think it's better than Google. Right, the, Google's the new subtlety, platform's good though. It is. It's. I mean, they're both. They're both very different. But I, okay. Google's more bottom of the funnel. Facebook's more top of the funnel. Yeah, yeah. You know, potentially. Yep. Lower cost, higher cost with Google. You know, Zillow, Facebook's Facebook, more aligned stuff. with your content strategy too. It's True. way more connected to that. Exactly. So if you're going video first, as yeah. far as your content, yep. Facebook's the natural place for you to 100%. be. Hundred percent. Okay. So sorry. All right. The, the ads manager. So you know, platform. Let's tell people how to get there. Yeah. Um, first thing you do is go to business.facebook.com. Mm-hmm. Um. Can I get technical for a second? No. Uh, Of course. Yes. I'm going to give a recommendation. So the easy way to do this is you go to facebook.com slash ads manager. Yeah. Now, if you go there and you've never done this before, Mm -hmm. everyone knows the difference between a profile and a page on Facebook. I got to give some terminology. A profile is your regular old Facebook account. Mm -hmm. A page is your business page, right? You run ads from a business page. You don't run them from a profile. No. But there's actually a master account. Um, that you don't know about. So you go to facebook.com slash ads manager and you run your first post or even when you're boosting posts and you don't even know this, you're technically running these ads Mm -hmm. from a personal ads account. Yes. Everybody is. So if you've boosted your post or whatever in the past, technically speaking, it's your personal ads account doing it. It's the one with your credit card in it. Well, yeah, but here's why that's bad. Facebook's got, and this is, I love Facebook, but Mm -hmm. they've been a little bit, uh, what's the word? Maybe reactive is a good word. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are seeing their ads get disapproved right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are getting into heat with Facebook. I think if I had to wager an opinion, it boils down to they've had some issues this year, data leaks, yeah. Cambridge Analytica, yeah. things like that yeah. over the past year. They're on high alert right now yes. and they want to protect their users, which they should be doing, right? 100%. However, they've got anybody and everybody who can start running ads. Yes. And so they've had to put some bots and some technology and automation into mm-hmm. trying to sift that stuff out. Yeah. People are getting Governance, caught. Protection. Yeah. 
Yep. People are getting caught in the weeds a little bit on this. Mm -hmm. So when you run ads from your personal ads account, if your ads account was to get flagged for a violation, it could be also like permanently terminated, mm -hmm. whereby they'll never let you run an ad again. And that would mean that you could set up another page and you're still out. Your yeah. pixel is dead. Yeah. So what I'm recommending, this is technical. I would mm -hmm. love to not have to do this, but if you it's want to run, but it's important. Yeah. And this really doesn't matter if you're running dark post, like no, just, or yeah, just post. tell them, tell them what you yeah. want them to do. So go to business.facebook.com mm -hmm. and you're going to create a business ads account, not a personal ads account, mm -hmm. a business ads account. And you're going to create a lot of them. Yeah. You can create like a cat of nine lives kind of a thing Smart. where if one gets flagged, theoretically, you can yes. fall back to the next. Now I'm not saying violate their ad policies at all. Ever. I'm just saying that but, they're- But don't let one amateur mistake, which a lot of people make- Exactly. Destroy your opportunity. Yeah. This reminds me almost like of like Craigslist early on when yeah. we were like, I'm going to run the same ad from like seven different IPs. It's the same strategy, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they're like, nope. And you're out for good. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Yeah. You don't, we want to avoid that. So- yes. And again, you might just say, I just want to hit the boost button. Well, mm -hmm. you're not exempt. This still applies to you. Yep. You should still go to business.facebook.com yep. and you start creating business ads accounts. You can actually like link up your business page to it. It's pretty, you know, it's like any other looking back end of any yeah. other, it's, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. The interface is easy enough. So you do that, slide that to the side. Let's talk, talk about dark post. Mm -hmm. Once you've done that, now you can go to facebook.com slash ads manager at any point mm -hmm. and you can click a button that says create. You're going to create an ad. This is how you create a dark post. A dark post means it's not on your page. It only goes out to people in your audience that you're targeting, right? Mm -hmm. It's the surgeon's knife versus a shotgun blast. And here's why. Yep. Um, first screen is going to take you to is establish your campaign objective. And this is what's cool. So like riddle me this, Tom, mm -hmm. when you boost a post on Facebook, what are you paying Facebook for? I am paying Facebook to display this message in front of as many people as possible so I can produce some kind of result. And so when I say I'm going to spend mm -hmm. 10 bucks a day mm -hmm. and they start chipping away little increments at a time, what are those transactions? What am I getting that they're charging me for? Impressions, generally speaking. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it could be anything. Yeah. It's impressions, reach, yep. likes, hearts, engagement, shares, yep. comments, all yep. of it. It's a shotgun, right? Yep. I'm paying for all of it. When I go into this ads manager and it says, what's your campaign objective? I want clicks I want to my traffic. website. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I can tell Facebook, hey, likes and hearts are super duper. I yeah. love them. Yeah. But I'm only paying you for this. Yep. And then Facebook's algorithm, which is super powerful, is like, got it. Those are the marching orders. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show this ad based upon your conditions mm -hmm. to the people who I think are most, are most likely, likely to click. Yep. So like I can, I can say, I only want views. Mm -hmm. So like I could post a video and all I want is views because I can then, we'll talk about this later, I can remarket to those that, views. Exactly. Yeah, Look yeah. at how many views and yep. I can do it for engagement. I yep. can do it for traffic's my favorite one, like traffic's mm -hmm. the big one. Yeah. So in other words, I wanna drive people to my website, theoretically, right? So that's my one of my favorite features about yeah. a boost, a dark post is, mm -hmm. That ability to specify what's my objective. What do I really want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you get into like, you can get a little bit more laser focused on your target audience. Mm -hmm. So like you and I were kind of spitballing about this the other day. Mm -hmm. um, when you do a boost to post, you can target people in a location. Yep. But I can only target people in a location. When I do a dark post, I can target people like who are in 37212 or wherever, but I can target people who live there. I can target people who have recently traveled it, there. Yeah, yeah. I can target people who are there but don't live there. Like I have think different- Think about that for second home communities. Think yeah. about that for the person that keeps coming in and out of the marketplace that doesn't live yeah. there. Who do you want to go after? You go to census.org, you know where 
people are moving from that come to your yeah, town. Totally. You start to connect the dots and now, now it really opens up. Well, now so, it gets interesting. Yeah. And then the final screen you'll go through in the ads manager. Um, and there's a couple of other ancillary ones that are like, what's your time zone? That kind of it, yeah. like just dumb stuff. Yeah. The final one is, well, two final ones. Then it's going to say, where do you want us to run your post, your ad? Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a button that says automatic placements versus edit placements. Yeah. And you click edit placements. Don't actually do this. I'm just telling you. Like mm -hmm. You click edit placements and it's going to show you a list of Instagram stories, Instagram yeah. feed, uh, news feed, audience network, all these things that you maybe do or don't know what they are. Mm -hmm. What it's saying is Facebook's like, we own all these spaces. Yeah. We're going to distribute your ad to all these spaces based upon what you said you wanted. Yeah. You said you wanted traffic. It's Viacom saying, we'll put yeah. it on MTV, Country Western. We got all you these just want channels. The what do you want? I, it right? So like you but can not edit always the, the best strategy. And that's why you're saying, I'm saying look don't, at it, I'm but saying, don't do it. I'm saying let them decide. Exactly. I'm saying don't edit the placements yes. ever. Like, you know what my outcome is. I want yeah. clicks you to my website. Out. You guys tell me where yeah. should it be on Instagram or not? Should you it be on Facebook? Like we don't care. Yeah, just give decide. me the result. Hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. So that's there. A lot of people like. There's a lot of people who are giving bad advice. They're saying only showed in the news feed, and I'm like, don't do that. Like that's like if you have a buyer and you're doing mm -hmm. a listing alert search, and they say I only want a level lot. And yeah. So you go to the MLS and create the search for only level lots. Well, you're excluding maybe a thousand other properties that they might have actually liked. Yes. Had it popped up, right? Yes. So same thing here. Just don't restrict Facebook yeah. unnecessarily. Yeah. Smart. Um, last screen is where you actually, it says create the ad. And you actually mm -hmm. have two choices. You can create the ad, which is going to say like, what copy do you want to use? What's your headline? What's the web link? What's the picture? They have stock photos, stock video. Like you can build the actual post mm -hmm. inside or there's a button that says use an existing one. Yeah. So I can literally click, like maybe I posted a video yesterday mm -hmm. and I only think my option is why well, I have to boost it now. Yeah. But I, I but, is, but this is also Facebook telling you this one was good. Yes. Well, right? and I can do it. I can do it with any post I've ever yeah. done. So like it's got a full record of every post mm -hmm. I've ever done. And I can literally say, I want to make this dark post that we've talked about. I want traffic, all that stuff, this area, these people targeted, but I want to do it from this video I created whenever I created it. Yeah. And so you don't have to actually, you don't actually have to recreate the post itself. I want to just say for the person listening right now, this is when you like, when you're looking at an ad and you know, it's clearly an ad, but it has like 2000 likes and like a hundred comments and you're like, wow, this is really, like, this is really good. Yes. They took something that was really good. that got a lot of response. We talk about like, you know, unicorns versus donkeys, yep, yep. right? This was a unicorn, got a lot of response. Now I'm going to run that as an ad. Totally. Yeah. Right. Shows a ton yeah. of engagement, shows a lot of other people have already liked it. This, this person must be of quality. This must make sense. Yes. Yeah. So like my, I mean, we could go all day on this Facebook ads manager platform. Yeah. But the point of it is like, it's a surgeon's knife. Yes. I think a lot of people get into it and they're like, I see buttons and numbers and all. No, no, no. It's very simple. Tell Facebook what you're paying them for. Mm -hmm. One. Yep. Two is figure out who do you want them to show it to? My farm, my database, people who've been on my website, whatever. And then step three is what does the post look like? Is it a video? Is it a photo? Whatever. Like that's all it is. Yeah. Jason, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, this is bananas. Like this Bananas, by the way, for the people that don't know me, that, that means it's like special, fantastic, extraordinary. That's my code word for bananas. Um, this is why I asked you to do Marketing Edge, right? I mean, not just a shameless self-promotion, um, but at the end of the day, this is like, like this event that you're doing, which you've now done how many? We did five last year. We're lined up for half dozen more this year. Okay. And they're selling out every time. Every time. And Wait every, every client is coming back and saying, oh my God, we need more. So, so I'm going to put you on notice and say, I, I'm going to ask you to come to my office 
and like you know fly to that sucky Newport Beach, California, uh-huh. and I'll you know we'll hang That's out right. and then we'll sit in the studio for I think like three or four hours. Let's do it. And, and cause I want to break down Google, Instagram, oh, yeah. like there's, there's just so many things that inside that brilliant brain of yours. And I think if we just cut into a bunch of segments, I think our, our users will get a ton of value. And you do, again, the reason why I was so impressed with you early on is that your ability to synthesize the complex and say, look, it's two things. <laughs> Tell Facebook <laughs> what you want it to do. That's, yeah. that's button number, you know, like yeah. those things that will move our people forward, keep them being productive. Um, so you up for that? Yeah, let's do it, man. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. So I think for the listeners right now, you got a ton of value. If you just go back, rewind, you know, put your finger, slide it back and start over and go back again on the four different types of videos yeah. and just the fa- Facebook ad management platform and just start just playing around with it. Then our promises will do Google We'll do Instagram. We'll YouTube. do LinkedIn. We'll do YouTube. We'll go through all of them. And we can also talk direct mail. Of course. We can talk television. We can talk radio. We can talk advertising. But now we have to go do another seminar. So we got to <laughs> bounce. So for everybody listening, thank you so much always. And Jason, thank you, man. Thanks, Tom. Pleasure. Yeah, appreciate you sharing. Hey, so there you have it with Jason Pantana. This is just going to be the first of many in-depth interviews where we go and look at all the hacks, all the tricks, all the tips you need to be the most tech-enabled agent or entrepreneur in your marketplace. And by the way, thank you so much for subscribing to the show, and I'd love to see even more comments. Next week, I've got Todd Herman on our show. If you don't know that name, you will soon. His book, The Alter Ego, is absolutely bananas. Think about it like Clark Kent and Superman. Every one of us has inside us that alter ego, that person that is Kobe Bryant who becomes the Black Mamba. If you're interested in finding out what that alter ego is and what it's all about and how it could absolutely transform your ability to perform, you're going to love that show. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.